Hello, and welcome to the Hotbox Show. I'll be your host tonight. My name's Keith. This is Joe, Hi. Dan, and Dave. What's up? And we're going to be talking about a bunch of cool stuff. NFTs, armchair farming, the 50-year failed war on drugs. And we're chatting to Lofi Music at about 7.35, so check that out. And yeah, we have a cool poll on Facebook. What do you do with your volunteer plants in the garden? What is a volunteer plant anyway? Um, do you pull them out or nurture them? Um, have your say. Volunteer plants. I like those. Mm, those yeah. are always cool. Mm. Totally. Leftovers cool. of stragglers. So I Just think we're kicking off with Lank Dank with Dan. Yeah, what the grown man. Sure. We are smoking on tonight. We got some of this awesome, awesome, um, I think it was Slurricane they called it. Mm. You can see it is. Well, let me get the level there. One second. Oh my gosh. It's worth it. So this is some slurry cane. Come on. A little bit back behind. Does that help? Yeah. What are those golden nuggets there, bro? Those are those are the pistols. So those are the pistols that are basically showing on top of the bud. And you can check the bud's got like a nice dark color. It's like purple almost. Beautiful. Zoom a bit in, I don't know. Let's go like this, guys. Let's just see here. Yeah. You can put it on the black. Huh. Oh. So, yeah, that's some slurry can we smoking on. We got Mr. Hashman sitting there. Hashman! <coughs> when, when you say slurry can, I think of things cold. So, will it, is it a plant that would do well in winter? Well, I think they may be called slurry can because if you look at it, it looks like it's being hit by some really snowy. Hurricane slurriness. <laughs> it's basically it's, it's the straight lineage of this is Dosito and Purple Punch. So that's where the purple's coming from. Um, I don't know where they get the name Slurricane from, but hey, all the names we know, it's quite a mystery. You just make them up. Yeah, yeah we do. It's, it's, yeah. There's no yeah. real science or art behind the names, so it's just whatever the hell you feel like. So yeah, smoking on some Slurricane tonight. Get dig. Yay! Okay, what are you guys smoking on? Let us know in the comments. Let us know what you're smoking on. Beautiful. Yeah. That slurricane does slap though. My face is feeling super warm. It's quite nice. Well, we can also roll one up and then you're working Yeah. And here's Myrtle with the FGA update. So we decided to move the FGA update to even. Um, earlier in the show so that I can partake of some of this beautiful slurry cane. Sure. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, Garden Root Genetics uh, produced some really amazing slurry cane seeds this this year and quite a few of the community have been have been growing those out and um, don't forget to vote in our poll. Um, me personally I nurture my volunteers. You know I love every single little Dacha plant on this whole universe. So at the moment after last year's season, we've got quite a few volunteers coming up what in the is garden. A what is a volunteer? A volunteer is one that just presents itself without being planted. <laughs> so you find it's just randomly growing somewhere in a patch in your garden? Yes, I mean, I've got a particularly vigorous looking one that's uh, growing all the way through the yarrow. Because, you know, we've got, we've got yarrow that grows all the way around <coughs> our permaculture beds. <laughs> The raised beds are, are 12 years old, and there's one beautiful, beautiful volunteer coming up uh, in the middle of the yarrow. So what I'm going to do next week is 
is just rearrange the volunteers because you know they haven't come come up in the best place. They haven't come up right near a drip feeder so that we can water them and everything. So I think that that's quite a nice poll to to vote in this year. Um, and shame on you if you if you yank your volunteers. There might be an award-winning strain in there. Yeah. So fields of green for all. We've been um, uh, quite busy. And uh, one of the things that we did this week is Amy, our darling administrator and helper outerer, has sent out all of the Instagram uh, prizes. So we are now up to date. So for those of you that have won on Instagram, uh, thanks to Amy and you should be receiving your prize with the courier sometime soon. But we've got an appeal here from Fields of Green for All for donations for for prizes because we're while we've got all sorts of bits and pieces here that have been donated in the past we're looking for some fresh stuff um, so if you would like your product to be showcased on the show and you would like to donate a few prizes for the Instagram and support a good cause then please get hold of us and remember as always you can get hold of us on the Fields of Green for All website and we make you write out that whole website address fieldsofgreenforall.org.za and on our website you will find an amazing FAQ section which will tell you everything that you possibly need to know before you send us an email asking that very same question that's on the FAQ. And in the FAQs, um, you will see uh, information about arrests, you will see information about licenses, those uh, unicorn things that we're always talking about. You have information about um, uh, uh, growing and the law and everything you can possibly imagine. And big thanks to Charles for keeping our FAQ section uh, up to date. And also, if you want to contact us, really, the Fields of Green for All website is the best place. There you will find our 24-hour Dacher Arrest Helpline, which Charles uh, very diligently manages, and I know a lot of you have already spoken to him. And um, you will also find our Contact Us. So the Contact Us form goes to quite a few of our team members, so that is the best way to get to get a uh, hold of us. If you win the prize today, have you in entered our Instagram competition? Hashtag, hashtag hotbox show. If you win, then please contact us via the Fields of Green for All website. So in the news this week, we got this amazing packet in that was all battered, exactly like this, all, all torn. It was posted from Germany. Uh, on the 10th of March and it eventually arrived and in here we have uh, an article in Spanish. Uh, this is possibly one of the best known outside High Times magazine, one of the best known Spanish speaking weed magazines and in here and I'll post, we'll post something on Facebook about it, you will see that there is um, an article about Jules and I that um, uh, John Veet, our dear friend, the journalist, uh, did the interview when we were in Barcelona in March, and there's some great uh, color spreads, and uh, this is just a, a shout out to John Veet. Uh, he's now moved from Germany to Costa Rica. Wouldn't it be nice to go and visit them there? Here you have some beautiful uh, <coughs> photographs that were taken right here at the jazz farm, and that this... Um, this plant on this side is what we call the Jules uh, Volunteer, and it was the last one to come out of, uh, out of the ground today. So we were very, very pleased. Our very own South African post office eventually delivered our copy of, of the Canama magazine. Mm -hmm. 
And then there's been something that has been in the news over the last few weeks that has disturbed us greatly. And that is the, the dismissing, the firing, the sacking of um, our friend Jeremy Vieri. And I just thought I'd bring it up here in the Fields of Green um, update. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys have heard of Jeremy Vieri. I know that Charles has certainly met him when we did Drug Policy Week in, in Cape Town a couple of years back. Um, he has to be the one top cop that is on our side. He's the one top cop that you can actually have a sensible um, conversation about drug policy. And he's been out there championing the cause of the people who, who have developed substance abuses. He's been championing the cause of the people um, uh, who live in gang-infested areas. And he's from those places in the Western Cape. And it's just really upset us that he has now been dismissed. There was a big protest in Cape Town out near the St. George's Cathedral, and that was covered in the news. So why I'm bringing this up today is because, you know, I haven't heard from the police since October last year. And now they're going and firing the cop, the one cop who could possibly champion our cause, particularly down there in the Western Cape. So um, if you can just send rainbows out to, to Jeremy Vieri and his family at this very, very difficult time. I know that him and his colleagues who are on the, the right side of things in the, in the police department are fighting with everything that they've got. Um, and I just wanted to bring this to everybody's attention that um, that this has happened uh, in our completely messed up and mixed up and jumbled up South African Police Service. And then the next thing that I want to, uh, Dale, please can you pass me the manifesto? Another thing that we've been doing at Fields of Green is we've been working on uh, the distribution of our, of our manifesto, and that's where I'm talking about hard copies. If you'd like to buy a hard copy, you go to Fields of Green for all forward slash forward slash shop, and you can order uh, a copy of our manifesto. It costs 300 rand, and uh, we'll even throw in a, f uh, a few free goodies in if you order a hard copy of this. It's really nice to have one so that you can make notes in it and you can read it. It's just not the same as reading it on a screen. If you think that there's somebody important out there who should have a hard copy of this, please drop us a, um, a contact us on the website and we'll see if we can get a copy to that important person who needs, who needs to read this. And as we always, just to end off our Fields of Green report, we've got a little uh, bit of news from Malawi. A little bit of news from Malawi. So I'm just going to refresh my memory here. Um, on... Um, I'm just finding the, the article here. Yeah. Um, well, never, never mind, never mind about that. I can't find it, but I do mm. remember. So uh, there was a report from the Malawi, uh, the Malawi Voice. Uh, it was actually about ten days ago, but last week, you know, we had streaming issues, so that we had to cancel the show. And there's a, an official who is high up in the Department of Agriculture in Malawi who has called for all cannabis licenses to be stopped. 
um, because he says it is not benefiting the poor of Malawi. And I just thought that it would be a good um, time to mention that, that uh, things are maybe looking up. We wrote to the particular gentleman in question. He replied to us, and we now have a dialogue, and he has a copy of the manifesto. So we always like to update uh, people of what's going on in the rest of in the rest of Africa and we're also really really privileged tonight to have a French journalist with us and she is busy writing an article on the state of cannabis legal or not in in southern Africa and we really look forward to the series of articles uh, coming out and uh, maybe when the articles are out we can get her on the show and she can tell us what she's discovered and also tell us a bit about what is going on in France so that's basically what's been happening at Fields of Green for All. Busy as always. We did our presenter training this afternoon, so we're hoping to give you a really, really snappy show. And I'd just like to say thank you very, very much to Keith for presenting for us tonight. Keith, as you might know or might not know, is uh, our designer here at Fields of Green, and he um, is, is making sure that all of our content is really beautifully presented and him, uh, he actually designed the whole of the manifesto together with his amazing mother and, um, and it really is an honor to have you presenting our show tonight, Keith. Thank you so much. <laughs> right, that's the end of my blurb. Awesome, and we're on to CBDNN with Joe. With Joe, so I just need to swap out. <laughs> CBDN in one hello. <laughs> I'm just catching my place again. Today we are celebrating, well not celebrating, today is the 50 year anniversary of the beginning of the war on drugs and I'm here to give you a history lesson my friends. Uh, June 17, 2021 marks exactly 50 years since President Nixon famously declared drugs public enemy number one. The all-out offensive that ensued fueled the over-policing of our neighborhoods. This is a very American-centric article. Uh, the militarization of our law enforcement agencies, the tragedy of mass incarceration, and countless other inefficiencies in the criminal justice system that continues to plague the world today, basically. Uh, as we all know too well, the so-called war on drugs and the carceral state it helped to create has always really been a war on people. As declarations of war go, uh, it was a pretty low-key declaration. On the 17th of June 1971, President Richard M. Nixon held a news briefing um, in the West Wing of the White House. In his usual dark suit and striped tie, speaking comfortably from notes, <laughs> hello Harold, um, <clears throat> sorry, the president branded Americans rising tide of drug abuse as public enemy number one. He continued, uh, in order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. This will be a worldwide offensive. This will be a government-wide and nationwide offensive. To fund this new war, Nixon declared that he would ask Congress to appropriate a minimum of $350 million. Uh, in 1969, when Nixon first took the oath of office, the nation's entire federal budget was just $81 million. Fifty years later, the United States alone has expended approximately one trillion dollars waging a war on drugs. The war on drugs has continued to lose public support in the decades since, 
At least one recent survey indicates decriminalization has become a majoritarian position, especially in the United States. 55% of those surveyed said that all drug offenses should be treated not as felonies, but as civil offenses, like a minor traffic violation rather than a crime that leads you going to jail. Uh, they saw a war with no end, a merciless and destructive juggernaut that was upending communities, families, and individual lives. That to little purpose, the war on drugs had basically become a civil war. And with the growing movement giving legitimacy by scientists and members of medical and therapeutic community, um, it has emerged that the challenge to total criminal sanctioning of LSD, other hallucinogens, um, researchers now insist that drugs can alleviate and even cure a range of illnesses, including PTSD, depression, and addiction. Uh, a few localities, including Denver, Oakland, and Santa Cruz, California, have gone further, completely decriminalizing the use of psilocybin for any purpose, including recreation. I think we need to go there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> On this issue as well, the federal government has continued to classify hallucinogens as Schedule One drugs, making them extremely difficult to research for scientists and um, extremely difficult for scientists to legally access them so that they can study them in a clinical setting. Most Americans, most of the world now agrees that the 50-year-long war on drugs has failed. We've begun to negotiate an end to this tragic and destructive war. We must demand that our elected officials find the political courage they need to win back peace. That's your history lesson on the war. History. Of, on drugs. It's the war against a plant, bro. A few plants. A few plants. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, it's drugs are winning. <laughs> drugs are winning. They've been winning all the time. One trillion dollars later, and we're still winning. So that's all I had. Awesome. Yeah. And armchair farming with Dale. Coming. Pass the parcel. Pass the parcel. Hello, armchair farming. South Africa's first. CBD Farmer Farms is about to become the first contract farmer. It has taken an off-take agreement to Lesotho where Highlands Investment, who was previously Canopy, right, mm -hmm. um, has pioneered a new model whereby it grows cannabis on behalf of customers on a commercial scale. So much like the, the high clubs, the Hayes clubs um, story where they were growing on behalf of its members, they are growing commercially for people who are there to make medicine or sell flour, whatever it might be. So you don't have to import your your CBD from Canada anymore, for example. So it's like a haystack They call model, this uh, model the Canatract model. For companies. companies grow mass volumes of medical grade cannabis without having to obtain a license or invest in developing their own facilities. Companies select a cultivation and payment plan that suits their needs. Krabo-based CBD farmer has contracted for two hectares of this Highlands property. And they say, we are delighted that we have chose to partner with Highlands to cultivate our cannabis. Having completed four successful harvests, we have fine-tuned our processes further and are skilled at growing, packaging, and processing commercial cannabis. Goodleaf and Highlands Investments have announced a merger from the continent's largest vertically integrated cannabis company valued at over 650 million rand. Highlands Investment expects to sell six tons of cannabis flour to Europe in 2021. 
The company says it's concluded its fourth and most successful harvest at the Kulanjani facility in Lesotho. So this, this seems like a pretty great model, to be honest. Um, for a long time, people who've wanted, been wanting to make their own medicine in South Africa have had to import that weed from countries in Europe and Canada and so forth because that's the most regulated. Now we don't have to do that anymore. Mm. You also don't need your own huge farms and licenses, which none of us are happy about. So they can export yes. from Lesotho to from South Lesotho, Africa yes. without going via yes. Canada. So say wow. you make bombs and oils <coughs> and oil. stuff like that. And your isolates. Yes, and your isolates and stuff like that. You can now just have your plants specifically grown on their property, how you choose to be done, yeah. and have that oil for, your, for whatever commercial use you choose. So there are evading the raid and arrest trauma that most growers that have been raided and, and, and arrested are going through just by growing in Lesotho. Yeah. They're following the Hayes Club model, mm. the unique model mm -hmm. which they've stolen from the Hayes Club uh -huh. and uh, done it on a commercial yeah. scale. They're basically giving companies that want to make some kind yeah. of product uh, more li viable <coughs> option viable, of yeah. getting the isolate or whatever they need for their products yeah. Yeah. instead of relying on international fluctuations of prices of whatever it might be happening yeah. you can now be more specific and say well I want this strain grown and I need isolate from this and they just grow it in situ it's great imagine how many jobs we could create with that of flying it in. well the yeah. cost yeah. your cost your cost is hugely down. less and, just the and number two it, yeah. it is a um, locally owned company as well so local people working for them, local owners, the, the money's not going to foreign investors and stuff like that either. Well, it's um, going to the suits. I wouldn't be so sure. No, that's, yeah. it's going I wouldn't be so sure that Ex-Canopy, that's Canada, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I can say with, with um, <laughs> good, uh, good authority that, yes, Highlands is a South African company. They have also been t uh, teaming up with Goodleaf, who are Canadian-owned. Yes. So I think that while the, while the actual model uh, of getting people to grow according mm. to your specifications exactly what you need is exactly what we need in South Africa. We need that model. Yeah. But at the moment, it's still exclusive. You know, there should be there should be now a drive to recruit growers who have that expertise, but we're mm. not seeing that yet. How long is that going to take? Mm -hmm. And are people mm. are are there going to be you know grows for friends first for those people who've got the money and whatever? I think mm. that it it's it's a really great first step, but um, mm, mm, there's going to be a lot of. Of, of sealing all of those deals yeah. with excluding all of us. Yeah. 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 That was my so, five so, cents. So barrier of entry again, like Myrtle was also say, how is it how expensive is it going to be for me to be able to grow my plants or for you to grow my plants for me? Mm. Yeah. You know? Is it gonna be so unaffordable that only the privileged people get to grow their medicine there? Because that doesn't seem fair. But is it for medicine or is it, well, I mean, yes, of course it's a medicine of some so kind, right? CBD but is it for, THC, it's, for, it's for a company, flower, but it's, for, it's, it's more for business purposes. It's not for some dude that yes. wants to grow his ganja. No, yeah. no, no. It's, exactly. to, it's, it's more, not for John Doe. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's for this company that's registered and that does X product that is registered, that is known to make this product. They need that space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's more for it's not it's not yeah. yeah. It would be really nice stuff. if like we were allowed to do that in South Africa and employ citizens of South Africa and you know do something about this incredibly stupid unemployment rate we have going on just, here. Yeah. Instead, we're just sending the business out of the country for what? Mm. 
Like, great for the guys in Lesotho, but how many of Lesotho citizens are actually getting work out of this? Or, or the Canadians bringing their own people in? Yeah, we got some skilled people. We definitely do. We definitely do. Well, mm. talking about skills and... Yeah, onto cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies, now I'm putting... And blockchains with Dan. Sure, so this, this is story is about the, the massive seed sale that happened uh, a while ago. Uh, basically, a South African, the, the headline is a South African just bought 20 red ducker seeds and NFT art for 224,000 Rand. So, for a lot of people, immediately that's like, well, that's ridiculous for seeds and what is an NFT art? Um, <clears throat> so, an avid cannabis grower, basically, what he did is he bought, and what happened, there was an auction online by a company called Gage Green Genetics. And what they did is they auctioned off um, an NFT piece of art and some seeds. Um, the NFT side of things is basically it's called a non-fungible token, meaning it's just like a Bitcoin or a, any other cryptocurrency, but it's not the same. So if you have two NFTs, they're not the same. It's to say that this one has a unique ID on it and that it can be said that this is it. No matter what, you can't change it, it'll always be that. So what <clears throat> it is, is a piece of artwork that is labeled as an NFT. So, so it's one of a kind. It's a one of a kind. Like one of DNA. a series. Literally, or, it's a yeah. one of a kind piece of artwork, digital artwork, which can be copied, of course, like every artwork is. But mm. if you say that I have an original, this gauge green, it's a burn. It's called a gauge green. <clears throat> uh, what was it called? Uh, Sorry. Rise and burn. Rise and burn. Um, it's called a rise and a burn piece. So yes, you could copy it. But if you were to say I've got the original and you can prove it by having the NFT token, just like yeah. if you had a Bitcoin that has a specific address and a specific transaction ID, you can say this is what it is. Um, so he bought a picture of the seeds and received the Not seeds a picture well. of a seeds, just a picture. It's a piece of art. Yeah. And he got seeds, 20 seeds. Now the seeds from Gage Green on their own are worth a lot of money because they are very well known as really good breeders that have very high-end seeds. They have mm. some of the most highest-end seeds that people have seen. There's the piece of art if you look there, it's called Rise. So he's got that piece of artwork and he's got 20 seeds. People are saying, well, would you ever pay 224,000 Rand for 20 seeds? I believe that you're paying more for the art in this case. Yeah. Mm. The seeds are there, yes, they are a great addition because these guys are selling very high-quality seeds. I believe he would be the only person in this country that has that, those genetics. They'll there. never be made again. From, yeah. from what Great Green says, that they'll never be bred again. It's a one of a kind. And yeah, so he's lucky. He got some seriously good genetics that hopefully he's going to put to good use. I'd be more excited about the genetics than the, than the artwork, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the artwork, I'm an artwork fan. The artwork is great. I mean, I think that's what they paid for mostly is the art. You paid for something mm. that was made by the company owner, mm. owner of Gage Green Genetics. That's his artwork. So yeah. wow. it's. He bred the plants, he, he did the... Uh, exactly, there's yeah. a story behind everything. You've got the seeds, the art, the art, everything goes together. Maybe when you grow the plant, it looks like burn. Maybe it makes really looks really great, you know? Yeah. But Whatever, yeah. I think it's... Yeah. It's what do you think? Would you I spend mean, that much money? People talking. You would spend that much money on, on, on art. If I had oh, yeah. that much money to, spend, to spend on art and things like that, I, I may have. I mean, I'll just pull up, for instance, I've got an article here. Sorry, it's just a about these tokens where there's a piece of art that has been sold for 26 million dollars as an nft now how do you buy a piece of something that isn't even real like a bitcoin is it does no physical attribute at all it's in the virtual world but you're going to pay 26 million dollars for it 
and everyone else can see it too. Sold. Well, once you've paid that, it's worth that. So when you sell it on, that's the starting yeah, price. Essentially, yes. But does it create value, value when you buy it? Like a car. Five cents from the peanut gallery. Yeah. yeah. You know what the um, uh, the thing is? It's in the art world. It's about provenance. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So that's what really weights it. It's the story mm. of the thing mm. that weights it. Mm. And what I would like to find out and what I'm busy trying to find out whether you can have the you can have the physical object in a museum and then you have an NFT yeah. of that object. So say you had a cannabis museum mm -hmm. and you have like a ancient Dacha pipe from South Africa, okay? And then you have a, a photograph of that as an NFT yes. and you sell that <clears throat> photograph to fund your museum. Uh, that's that's what I find is really interesting. I think that it's a way of there's lots of people out there in the cannabis world worldwide mm. that have got a lot of money. So I think that right now it's very very expensive to set up these NFTs. Yeah. Mm. But I think it is a is a great way of actually generating money for activism or museums or good 100%. causes in some way. I mean to circle back, mm. if I had that kind of money. I wouldn't be spending it on NFTs. Uh, if I had that kind of money to just sort of <coughs> throw away, basically, I'd throw it to Fields of Green for all, because at least then I know that someone's doing something about changing the laws for everybody in the country, not just the privileged and the politically connected. I mean, you hope because quite frankly, fuck the, the privileged yeah. and fuck the politically connected. Now that connected. we're on the bandwagon, yeah. now we can sell the seats that people are sitting on. Yeah. 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 I mean, hopefully, hopefully all those seats crack and he grows them properly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, can you right. imagine no, if, if that does? Well, wow. if he doesn't, if the dude that grows them doesn't watch them one day or whatever, like, it would be a tragedy. Like, I mean, yeah. Well, another thing like, that I just wanted to add about NFT is that if you're an artist and you produce an NFT and you then register it as its own um, unique non-fungible token out there on the blockchain, you are registered as the artist. Mm -hmm. And when that artwork gets sold again, you get a commission on that. Yeah. Every time. And it's that doesn't royal. happen at Sotheby's. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen at Christie's. Mm -hmm. Once that artwork yeah. has left your studio, that's the end of your relationship with yeah. that. And people, you might have sold it for 50 Rand, next week it sells for 50 million, you get nothing. So yeah. I think that with the blockchain and the traceability on everything, it definitely is something to look at. Mm -hmm. And and I think that if you've got that much money that you can spend 220 whatever whatever thousand dollars on something, then you've got that money to spare, you know? Yeah. And I think that if you're supporting the artist, I'm not so sure how it works with the seats, but if you're supporting the artist, then, then good on you, yes. because that artist keeps getting that money, and I think that's that's something that we need to look into the nitty-gritty mm. of NFTs in the future. Yeah. Sounds like NFT artists are getting better royalties than our poor SABC actors So you can program your commission in when you create the file. Mm. Yeah. So every time it gets sold on it, yes. automatically mm. you, you can get choose that, that percentage. That's yeah. it. Or you can just say no. Or, or you can say no. Yeah. yeah. But you can. Yeah, yeah, there is a, it's a very a, great a avenue of, for uh, the creative world. Mm. Yeah. Now I think we're on to Lofi, hey? If he's standing by. Standing by in the drive-thru. Which screen do we see him on? Hey, dude! How are you, Lofi? How are you? We've got a Hello. bit of a problem with the audio. Testing. Oh. Testing. Can you hear me? Yeah, how are you? Hi. Hi. How are you, Lofi? I'm lekker, I'm lekker, how are you guys? I'm really good, man, you guys. Yeah, good. Yeah. Working on getting high. 
uh, <laughs> I've been listening to you guys chatting and it's like, yo, you guys are, I don't know who's the highest in the room. <laughs> like the, the chats are super deep and super, super like, like interesting to listen to. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Like her. So, Lofi, where are you coming from tonight? PE, Boxburg. From Boxburg. Boxburg, Boxburg is in the house. Awesome, man. Like And what do you have coming Proudly up? still, proudly still representing PE. Yeah, but totally. yeah, we're in Jersey now. Boxburg yeah. by the sea. Boxburg by the sea. That's it. By yes. the sea. Totally, man. Cool. Can you tell us a little bit about your music and where you come from, where you're going, what you're doing? Has anything been so cancelled since the president spoke? We don't worry about those things. Okay. We, um, I'm originally from PE. I moved to Josie about a year and a half ago. It's almost two years. And um, yeah, I'm safe to say, if you want to say it like that, I blew up during lockdown or, nice. or made a name for myself during mm. lockdown. Um, finished my album during lockdown, um, dropped that during lockdown, shot a few music videos during lockdown. Um, so yeah, and I think shows, as, as far as I know, I think we're still doing some shows with all the, the protocols uh, in place. Um, our own personal show that we were going to host, uh, we had to unfortunately push for a later date. Um, just, uh, just like, yeah, we don't want anything coming back to us. Yeah, for sure. Man. Tell us about this show you were going to host. We were gonna, we were gonna do. So we did a, a launch at um, at Railways in Victoria. Mm -hmm. um, that was like my album launch, my first ever show that we hosted. Like everything we did ourselves, we we literally like looked within the channels, like our friends or whoever, our colleagues or whatever, to to do the show, and it was a huge success. Um, then we did the same show in Rustenburg. We we did a part of the tour, and I ended up landing in a helicopter, and um, running from a helicopter onto the stage, and like it was like a movie. It's like screens everywhere, and um, we were gonna take <clears throat> that show obviously to uh, to Benoni, and um, or like Boxwood Benoni, um, just to just to kind of like see what it can do now. Obviously, we were uh, kept at two fifty people. It's just it's just fun for me to do my own event, and um, yeah, unfortunately we had to we had to um, cancel that. And the, the tour is called Hanseo Mensa, so people can still go tell their people. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I think we should get you to come and organize all those things when we take our show on the road. I want big bangs, I want TVs, so well I want organized. helicopters, yeah. I want. <laughs> You're in part of the crew now. now. Your inner circle seems well organized, but. <laughs> yes, bro. We look at it's, it's years of fighting. It's years of like it's years of. We sort the problems out, you understand? And I think it's just the people I met. Josie's a beautiful city, and the amount of connections I've made while while staying here is, yeah, I can't even, like, Keith is one of them. Like, I can't explain it. You got us now. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's all good. No, it's all good, man. So can you tell us if cannabis has, like, affected any of your arts or your culture, or do you come from a culture of cannabis and PE, and what's it like there? So, so when I, I, like growing up, I obviously experimented with all, like a lot of shit. And weed was one of them. And I, I fairly enjoyed it, but, but the strains of today and of, of, of then is much more mature. And um, there was a time now that I, I, I had an edible and uh, smoked a joint because I used to smoke weed. And I was so dakarwakai <laughs> that um, I had to kind of find the balance for, like, I think the main thing is this is just my opinion. Um, I think the thing is, 
kids and people abuse weed for the wrong reasons. And I think once you find the purpose in what the plant can do for you, it can it can help you. So my strain that I prefer sour diesel because being an artist, being being a husband, being a being a, a father, I need to find being a friend. I need to find that balance. And sometimes just like the anxiety will go through the roof, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll pull like a, I have this little little weed vape with a sour diesel um, oil in it. And it's, it's helped me a lot. Like, I don't react well to weed anymore. So I, I kind of needed to understand that. But, um, like, with smoking this weed vape, it's, like, the best thing ever. Like, it, it literally just calms you down, brings you back to, to life. And, yeah. Yeah, I find okay, that the vape is quite clear, isn't it? It is quite yeah. clear. It's a very yeah. important thing you raised there. There's a lot of people that use cannabis and, and other um, drugs as, as an escape. When yes. you, you should be using it as a, you can use it as a healing tool. You can use it as, a, as an escape, but you can actually yes. use it at, to process your healing and, and help sort of like cement everything inside nicely. Yeah, so folks, don't use yes. it as an escape. Use it as a healing tool, a tool for advancement, a tool for progression. I, I have to add, I have to add, and people are surely going to come at me for this, but it's fine. Like the concept of my album is to go tell your people. But mm. I once read in the Bible, the Bible says that God says, I've given you the plants as medicine. That's that's written in the Bible. That's not me. He said, I've given you the plants as medicine. So how we use it, that's that's all up to us. But the plants were there as medicine. And, and to my understanding, the most spoken about plants, the plant you're speaking about now. I do believe so, he oh, yeah. indicated our, the use of the plant by uh, the next section that was about the burning bush. Yes, the burning bush. <laughs> the famous burning bush. <laughs> you see, you see, you guys are there. You guys are there. And the smoke got them all hand. She opened up and they're like, right, let's do this. I'm hungry. And they, they started seeing stuff. Yeah, away. That's cool. So, man, where can people find you on the internet? I know. So of all the options, which is your favorite? Yes. So Instagram, is, is I'm very active on Instagram and TikTok, yeah. but literally everywhere the exact same handle, from Instagram to Facebook, Twitter, wherever, it's at Lofi Masik. So it's at L-O-U-F-I-M-U-S-I-E-K. Like this. Just flip yeah. it around. There we go. That's a nice cap, man. Really nice cap. Oh, yes. I wonder who yes. made that for you. Yes. <laughs> yes, man. That's, that's how we're making it. They're, they're all making it. Yeah, damn. Well done, team. <laughs> it's good to see you've got merch. Merch is a very important part of being an artist and being able to get your music and your brand out there and have some income. Let's be straight. Yeah, a business yeah. with no sign is a sign of no business. That's right. So we yeah. don't want that. Well said. That's yeah, exactly sure, right. Man. I, I read that somewhere. Are that. we ever going to see Lofi and Cannabis Business? No, I don't know. I don't know where I don't know where my, my brand would go, but it's definitely something that I vouch for. Um, my, my, my my friends know that I vouch for it. I think um, it's helped a lot of people that I know personally, and um, I think I wouldn't I wouldn't have a lot of them here today if it wasn't for cannabis. So I'll vouch for it fully. I'm 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 full on for 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 being around and assisting people, um, and I'm open about that. I think his business in cannabis is entertaining us stoners. That's yeah. it. That's what his well, business is. Well, maybe, stoners. maybe we'll catch you with your Witskuna D-Day one day. Yeah. Oh, when That's you have a D-Day, you need to be up on stage. Yeah, yeah man. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Thanks for the chat, Lofi. And I'll chat to you soon. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Thank Pleasure you. It's really good meeting you. Take it easy. See you guys. Sweet. So exciting. Awesome, and that was Lofi, he's a lot of fun. Local Afrikaans rapper, guys, check him out. Local Afrikaans rapper, mm. super cool, and 
We're on to something really cool now as well. Toolbox and experiments. Growing with my bats. Yeah. Oh, is that what GWMD means? Yes. Ah, Acronyms, guys. <laughs> Oh, and shout out to Lofi, you know, um, proudly South African. Yes. And unfortunately, because of YouTube's rules, we can't really play any of his music on the show. It would be really nice to have been able to give you some of his um, amazing homegrown um, uh, music, but certainly to, uh, check him out. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us. All the music is on YouTube. Uh, he is on Insta, as he said. He's also on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen his And he's had, over, he's had over a million um, uh, listens to more than one of his songs. And his music slaps, man. It's absolutely amazing. It's stuff you can wiggle your bum to quite nicely. Even for this English chickie, okay. <laughs> You're English. Well, okay. does it not sound like I? No. Do I sound like I speak Afrikaans every day? Like West Rand, I am West Rand. I am West Rand. Okay. I am Durban, then West Rand. Fully brewed. Fully brewed. <laughs> it's not working there. All right. Oh. Okay. Alrighty guys, so as we always do, we improvise, we make a plan. Unfortunately, the camera's not working, but we will get it to work next time. So, going with my buds. We are doing the toolbox talk tonight. So basically, it's just something that I wanted to bring into the show. It's a toolbox talk and showing people, where am I looking there? Showing everyone what you should have in your typical toolbox in your grow room. So last week we, or the week before, we talked about the glasses and the filters to make sure that you can see everything um, clearly and make sure that you are, don't go, go, don't go blind. <laughs> so what we're talking about today is graduated jugs basically and syringes and making sure that you are giving your plants the right amount of what they've told you to give. Because just taking the jar out and just glug 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 doesn't work quite as well as you think it does. It's not as years. easy. It, takes, it years. takes years for you to know exactly that. And I think that can only happen with, say, for, uh, organics or you know things that don't have a very high precision that's needed. If you're doing a grow formula where you've got your ABC or whatever it might be, or your silicon or your, you know, any kind of uh, booster or any synthetic, you're going to need to use these jugs. Either these ones, big ones, big ones, small ones. And you go right down to the syringes, which are mills. Um, if it says six mils, go with six mils. Don't go with a glue. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, don't go yeah. kind of. A pinch and a dash do doesn't you, work. No, it's not going to do any good in the grow room and it really will just set you back days because you won't really know what's happening because you'll try and question what happened and you won't know because you'll be like, well, I did give them food, but hey, unfortunately in this game, if you don't give them the right amount of food, you can kill them. So yeah, make sure you get yourself some of these. They really are affordable and they will save you a ton of time. These ones are cool because they've got a print on the side, as you can see there, and then when that runs out, wears out because these always do. It's got like an indented edge on this side, so it's actually cut out, so that it still lasts for a while. Um, yeah. Tools for your toolbox. Tools for your toolbox. Ching ching. Ching ching. I know from I know from cooking and that that if you don't measure properly, read your recipe. Read your ingredients on the back of the feeding packet. Do your research that you're not using one type of, of feeding that's going to uh, contradict another type of feeding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And measure accurately. Yeah, I always say, 
uh, from my days in the kitchen that that is reading your recipe properly and measuring properly and having everything set out and knowing exactly what you're doing. And also, wouldn't you agree, Dan, record keeping. 100%. Like, if you didn't write down that I gave them 25 mils of flowering what-what greenhouse yes, yeah. powder feeding, you're not going to remember. Remember, you're a stoner. You should be a stoner. You should be smoking weed if you're growing weed. It's or not if even you've the got someone assisting you, they're you, not going to know. Even if you go into one of the into the biggest, best laboratories, production facilities, manufacturing plants, whatever it is, they have notebooks and they literally note yeah. every single step of every single production step that is taken. Mm. So... Yeah. Yes, have a notebook, follow it like yeah. a bake, like as if you're baking, because if you're baking and you make a small mistake, it flops. So yeah. don't let your plants yeah. flop. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Great. All right, Thank so. You what do we want to next? Insta McGram. My favorites. I look at pictures of weed all day, every day, and now I'm going to choose my favorite one. You choosing, Can you guys right? see what I'm looking at? You're no. the one that's choosing the winner's night. So we're going to go, I think, through the, the hashtag? On Insta and yeah. have a quick look at what other people what, what what the general posting has been like. Cool. And then we're gonna show you guys the top five we've selected and Keith is going to choose one of those My as the winner. Favorite plant pick. And, and that hashtag that that uh, you need to use is hashtag hotbox show. And then we will go through all the hundreds of entries every week and then we'll whittle it down to the five finalists and then our presenter of the week um, chooses which one of those. So hashtag hotbox show. Uh, it's quite interesting looking through some of those because they have all sorts of other weird stuff that's yeah. not weed that goes Random in well. tag things, but it's okay. Also, please don't forget to this like, week. share, subscribe. This week we have a good one. And answer the poll. Well, there goes the mainstream. Cool. <laughs> Is this from the top? Yep. Yeah. I was <clears> going <throat> to say it. First batch. Yeah, it's there. That's the first one. Yeah. 14,000 wow. posts. 14,000 yeah. posts on that. Yeah. Wow. You did that. You were taking amazing. your things and posting your things with hashtag hotbox show. You, you made it that number. Thank you. Wow, that one's nice on the right hand side. This one. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Very cool. Mm, Gelato. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's a nice range of them, aren't there? Really All the different is. types, close-ups no of the um, of yeah, plants, right equipment. Okay, these are this week's entries. Click on that ice cream right. one again. That ice cream one, yeah. I like it. Just want to see. Looks amazing. Oh, what is it? It's, what, uh, it's, it's what conscious it? cultivars again. Yeah. They always have great photos. Yeah. Okay, so it's made with oh, rosin. Ice, ice cream made, made with rosin. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Where are they based? Like, I'd like Let's to go and get that. some of that stuff. Oh, get yeah. that on the show. Dude. 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 Conscious cultivar. We need to chat. Yeah. That's pretty. Wow. wow. Look at that lovely focus on the leaves there. Oh, the shape and texture ah, of the leaves. Ah, it's day 420ZA. Nice. Oh, Cape Town Grow 420. Oh, frosty. I think people are getting really creative and it really just shows you how creative oh, they are. Worm, worm, hello Jacques. Hope you're watching. Super cool. 
We did pick these five finalists last week, so um, for last week's show. So please excuse they're a week old, but we thought we'd still give them the same shout out. Uh huh. I like to roll. Mm. You like to roll like that. Hashman. Shh, Hashman, cover his eyes so he yeah, doesn't no, see. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so hold this trimming, <laughs> squiggle it into a hash, and smoke it up. Exactly. That's how your ev end Ooh. of every single day's trimming should end with you roll the scissor hash into it. I saw a hornet. And are they baddies or goodies? That's a plant. That's a. That's gonna. Is that beneficial? Uh, they they no. catching pollen and juices and stuff. Okay. Um, I wouldn't yeah. say it's really, well, it's going to catch worms. That's probably what it's after. Okay. Um, they, they eat a lot of worms. So, so is it a wasp or a bee? Well, that's a wasp. That's a wasp. That's yeah. wasp. Oh, look at that. Beautiful. Oh, I always like the ones on a black background. Hey? Yes. Easier to deep etch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, love it in its just, simplicity. Yeah, really is beautiful. It's just such a beautiful plant. Like, you can't take a bad picture of Dacha. <laughs> hey? It's a great plant. I can really, look at it it's all a perfect day. Perfect model. Yeah. Yeah. Dacha plus smartphone <laughs> equals good pick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that, our, is that our five? So, is that's it? our five. That's Keith, a, I get to choose. I like the black background. That's my favorite. It was a yeah. toss up between the wasp and the black background, but. Okay, so that okay. the designer in me chooses the black background, and that is That's the, the brands brains grow. The brands grow. Congratulations! Well done. You just won. Win a ducker dinner. Yeah. Remember to get hold of us via the free fields of green for all contact form. Oh, and it's Slurricane by Inhouse Genetics. Well, I think I need to smoke a bit more of that. Then. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Synchronicity, uh -huh. indeed. Mm, cool. Slurry cane. Smells so good. So you guys have so got like got a second to do, get in your poll result, your poll votes if you haven't voted in our poll yet. On mm. What do you do with the volunteer? What do you do, you do with the volunteer? <coughs> do you nurture it? Do you pull it? What's a volunteer? I'm not participating. I'm doing it. Yeah. So those are your three options. Do you nurture it? Do you pull it? Or is what's a volunteer? Pull it. Please vote quickly because we're going to come at you with your poll results quite quickly in or quite shortly. Quite shortly. Quite shortly. So, yo, yeah. this is just so amazing, this, I'm going to roll a fatty here. And don't forget that if you've enjoyed what uh, we've spoken about tonight, um, please subscribe to the channel. We've only just cracked 100 subscribers on our new channel. So, um, you know, we, for those of you that are new to the Hotbox show, um, uh, sometime last year we, we lost our... Um, uh, we, we lost quite a few weeks of being able to stream from the Dacher Couple uh, YouTube. So mm. we decided that we would then uh, would stop streaming there and we'd stream from the Hotbox Show YouTube channel. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe because it really does help for us to show up on your on the algorithm and then you can get notifications from us hit and uh, hit the bell and all of that and one I'm day really Joe is going to make us something really sure, creative sure. to remind you to <laughs> I've designed them I just haven't like, printed them out yet like yeah, to subscribe. subscribe and 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 all of that and um, yeah I'm just loving the smell of this and I think mm -hmm. that it's awesome that uh, a picture of Slurry Kane won on the show that we're smoking the Slurry Kane it's perfect oh. Oh, so do Sorry. we have some poll results? Uh, for what happens to the volunteers? 
I leave volunteers. I like yeah. leaving them. Sometimes they can surprise you. I always nurture the volunteers, but be careful. The volunteers are most likely to mail out. Because, you know, the cannabis plant, like any plant in the whole plant kingdom, uh, wants to reproduce. You know, it wants to um, make the best of itself and make more and more and more of itself. So uh, always watch your volunteers for that mailing out. Um, I find that if you see your volunteer coming up with a really thick stalk, Mm -hmm. uh, then watch it really carefully. If it's looking just that little bit too robust, I would be um, I would be really careful, and I would never keep any males or save any males for pollination and that during winter. I would save that for summer. Mm -hmm. So watch those volunteers for males, but I would definitely nurture them. Move them really carefully with a big lot of soil to wherever you want to grow them really, really carefully. Don't just leave them wherever they've come up in the flower bed in the corner. Try and move them or move them to a pot. Um, but I reckon volunteers, they the, you know, they're the survivors of the plant nation. We had two volunteers well. in our they garden this well. year. They were amazing. They, always do they well. grew in the right spot. From they the grew in the perfect spot. Mm. We harvested one full one and half of the second one, and then we just never got around to the second half. Well, so. theoretically, they will do better than whatever seed you planted because it comes from a plant which has now been influenced by the environment. It will carry that over to the DNA. A form of acclimation will be applied to it. Mm. Is a level of adaptation done to the plant, so it can only be good. Yeah. To see what, at least have a look. Yeah. It's like a lucky packet. You won't know until you get one. Exactly. Just open it. That's why bag seeds are great. Mm -hmm. Bag seeds with purpose. Bag seeds with purpose. Mm. Oh. Yeah. We cool. save. So the poll results are in. What do they have to say? We have some cool numbers. How many Eight people vote? How many people voted first of all? How many people voted? Does it say we that? Gotta get that so first. we've got nine, thirteen people. Thirteen voted. people voted. Put some perspective into the numbers. <laughs> thirteen yeah. people voted. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Thirteen That's a cool people number. bothered. Thank mm -hmm. you very much. Yeah. Eight, thank you. Eight percent of you. One person had no idea what a volunteer was. Okay. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah. Three of you, twenty-three percent, will pull them out, and sixty-nine percent, nine people, chose to nurture. Cool. Uh, well yes. done to that 69%. Yes, yes, yes. We like to nurture the nature. nature. Not nurture, nurture versus nature. nature. It's mm -hmm. we nurture the nature. Nurture the nature. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Great. I think, is that it? Oh, okay. I guess I'm out, guys. Thank you for having me. And thank you to all the affiliates for your continued support. I am in the works with some pretty shit for you. So, yeah, look out for it soon. Remember that to support those who support Fields of Green for All because we're the ones that can make a difference for all South Africans, Africans and people of the world. We're the ones fighting for your rights. We're not the ones fighting for the privileged and, and politically connected. We're kicking that horse. So we're signing out saying... Do you have a thing you'd like to no, say? You're right. <laughs> um, no, you're right. No, what's the thing? What's the thing? You need to have your tag oh, on. Oh, 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 we wanted to say we, we had our second round of presenter no. training today, and John, we promise we won't do the John <laughs> But in the meantime, I'm going to please need you to stay safe and choose happy. I'd like you to light one up for Jules. Oh, grow your own, man. Yeah. And know your rights. And know your rights, folks. <laughs> and nurture your volunteers. Good. And we'll catch you next week on the Hot Box Show.